Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. What we just watch? We just watched Dunkirk because our theater did not have showings of a different film that we shall watch later. <laughs> you, I'm keeping it cryptic. Are you a robot? I feel like a robot. We've hey, watched Kyle. a lot of shit this weekend. It's true. It's been a busy weekend. We watched some good. <laughs> watched some bad. So you will know all soon. Hey, so how'd you feel about Dunkirk? I it was okay. I thought it was very... Sounds weird after I say it's okay. It's a very well-made movie. I thought cinematically it was great. The sound design was fantastic. But overall, it felt kind of flat with me. Why? This is a movie that relies on you caring about the characters, being emotionally invested with the characters. I wasn't. The movie just did not hook me on the character side of it. And this is a follow characters. This is a character movie that happens to be in wartime. It just didn't hook me with the characters. So whatever. This is a good movie. It just, eh. A lot of people are going to be like, what the fuck? This movie's great. Yeah, Kyle, because this movie has like a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes and like a 97 Metacritic. Okay. I'm in the three. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's not me. It's Christopher Nolan, right? Better fucking characters, so I give a fuck about him. I'm actually kind of torn on this movie right now. So, okay, we watched this last night. Yeah. But I was a sleepy panda, and I didn't want to record afterwards. So I've had a, I've had a full day to think about it. Seems your opinion has changed a bit. It has changed a bit. I initially thought it was very good, but now I'm leaning towards just good. I still think it was good. Well, by okay, I mean good. But I'm not as hooked as I think I was last night. Because I think the whole... Okay, it's spoilers because I want to talk about some stuff. Like Is it always. spoilers? I mean, it's mm, historical well. film. So I was thinking about the part where the kid accidentally dies. George? Yes. And the more that I'm thinking about that, the more that I think it was just not needed and stupid. Well, his character had no fucking point. Well, he had a point, but I didn't like the point. Yeah. Well, hold on. It's not that I didn't like the point. Dig in a hole. Let me explain. <laughs> the point of his character was to show... Like, senseless violence in a war setting and how innocent people can die easily just by being around the war and how terrible life is. I understand why he was, like, there. I understand why they tried to get that character there. But was that needed? No. This movie's all about senseless violence and what it can do to people. So, therefore, I thought that entire, like, storyline was really convoluted and didn't have a payoff. Oh, he died. Well, he died and then they don't tell him that he killed him, but then he just fades away and i understand what they were trying to do with that of saying in war you you know you do like a really bad thing and then you just kind of move on and that's kind of what that character did did mm-hmm. a really bad thing they didn't tell him that he did a bad thing essentially so that he could move on to continue fighting like i said i get why they did it i just don't like the execution of it i will say one thing that i truly loved and i still do love is the entire visual storytelling character arc of tom hardy's character i thought it was fantastic it's all right. The reason why I think it's fantastic is because Tom Hardy is such a great actor that he can convey such emotion with just his eyes, such as when he was Bane. You just did this to bring Bane in. Only thing about the movie I didn't like with Tom Hardy is that he's an he's a pilot, and he did not say, "Hey, what? Hey, what? Officer, did, what's his name? Was like I don't know. Officer? I didn't. Hey, Officer Bane, what are you doing? You gonna get him over? And then he didn't say." crashing this plane the reason i not even a chuckle come on no no because you've done it like five times already to me uh the reason i didn't care about his arc is they did it with like four other people how many different pilots did we have to see like oh go down they ran out of fuel we have to have the rescue from sea no i mean i'm talking about i'm talking about when there's that moment where he has to choose if he's going to save himself or essentially sacrifice himself 
Oh, okay. I thought that was conveyed very well. And just how selfless he was when the entire time he was constantly worried about not himself but the other pilots and worried mm-hmm. about saving people. I, I get you there. You see what I'm saying. This is my problem with the dogfight scenes. There's just a lot of repetitive stuff in this. Well, here's the thing. All that stuff is super historically accurate, though. I don't give a fuck. That's not what I want in a movie is to see the same scene five different times. But I thought it was tense. See, I didn't. I thought it was Because I've tense. seen it five other times. Because with the dogfight, I think, I think it was tense for me because you have the ticking clock of his oil gauge. It was fuel. Have the ticking clock of his fuel gauge. But then they do it again later. Another pilot runs out of gas. Thing. No, I'd come up with something new in your dogfights, dude. Every scene in this is. Why are you so anti dogfight? What dogfight do you like? Apparently. Give me a movie that has a dogfight that you like. I'm just saying, they're planes. You could do stuff other than, oh, we'll shoot this guy down. Oh, I'm out of gas. Oh, let me just land in the ocean. But. Kept happening. I know, but it's just. I don't know, I feel weird because I normally don't kind of side with this, but I think that I liked how historically accurate that was and how that was like a real... every single pilot, the same thing happened to them. That's pretty much what happened. Not not the exact same. But not everyone was the exact same thing. Really? Not one of them got shot down. Yeah, he did. What are you talking about? The one character that they save. His plane got shot down and then he couldn't open the hatch. No, he was going to... No, no, he was going to the... And he got shot. He should have fucking blown up. Why would you want him to blow up? Because this is a goddamn movie. Nothing happens in this fucking movie except for, oh, boats, boats sank, no, plane went down. No, because he gets shot and then he goes down and then you have the entire tension of him trying to break out of, because his hatch is closed. But you know he's going to. You don't know if he's going to because previously you've already seen like everybody fucking die. No, because the boat with our people have rescued already two fucking people from the water already and they're headed toward his plane too. I bet they're going for a hat trick. Oh, yep, they saved him too. Jesus fucking Christ. But no, it wasn't that simple because It was have, that simple. It was not that simple. We it start was. out we start out the movie with people getting like murdered. Just straight up murdered in the streets. Well, it's war. Yeah. yeah. So we have a constant issue and like a looming presence of death constantly happening. But we don't. But you do. Not with our main characters, we don't at all. But you don't know if that's a main character. The only main characters you have established are the ones in the scenes where the scene transition happens. The scene transition happens, you have the, the fisherman. Scene transition into the aviator. Then you have the scene transition into the guys on the ground. So, so it establishes not- that those are the three main characters. Well, it's pretty established that pilot is when he's the only one we care to see inside his cockpit that he can't get out. Which, uh, Tom Hardy? Yeah. The other main characters is just they get on a boat, it sinks. Let's get on another boat, it sinks. Let's get on another boat, it sinks. But I I like that because... It's lazy filmmaking. How is it lazy filmmaking? Because that was that was constantly them... It was like showing the means of like survival that they were doing and how insane it was that they're like continuously doing all this stuff just shit sucks just shit just sucks during dunkirk i feel bad for these people i do I too bad for them because all shipping on the actual stuff that happened i'm just saying this movie is just the same scene over and over and over again but i think I, there's still variation in between it it's just different boats some it's of them were at day some of them were at night i know but it's different boats and it also has kind of different feelings to it like when they get on the the boat where the hatch is closed and stuff I, th- I think that that scene of it sinking and that scene of them finally getting to that boat is completely different in tone than, like, the last one that they were. Yeah, no. It was the exact same. Not once did I ever feel like that main guy was in trouble and peril. Not once. Shocker, he wasn't. He was fine at the end. Oh, like the main uh, English 
in the yeah. three men? I never felt that something bad was going to happen to him in any of these scenes. Oh, he's drowning. No, he'll be fine. Oh, look, he's fine. I never felt that tension with him at all. See, I don't know. I did. See, I didn't. I felt kind of like tension of all of them, especially when it got towards the end, because I thought that the arc of Charlie was going to transition into like the fisherman's arc of them being like casualties of war and kind of like self-serving. Like, I think at the end... This movie was not that deep. Huh? This movie did not was not that deep. I think it has kind of like... I think it tries to in a couple of parts. In a couple. I just don't think it works. Am I just like projecting a lot of themes? I think maybe I'm just projecting. No, because I, I saw a lot of stuff like that, but I don't... I, I'm in the minority that I just thought it was the same thing over and over and over again. See, I thought it just kept building. I didn't think it built. Then again, anything. I like drone music. Uh, built to an anticlimactic end. The big moment, really, with Dunker is the the civilian ships rescuing them, and that was just the like, oh, that's the end. They're here. See, I I disagree with that. I thought that, that was one of the best parts. I thought that, that was super like it was like uplifting, and then you have the scene where they're on the train, where it's kind of the reminder of but we're still at war. Oh, I did not think that at all. You, are you telling me that when you saw all the boats coming in, you were just like, oh, I love British people? No, because you knew that was going to happen because we've been following one of the boats the whole time. We knew where they were going. We knew what they were doing. We knew. No, it's just like, oh, you finally brought the two stories together we've been following for an hour and a half. Now, the only story I found somewhat interesting was the old guy on his little fishing boat. I thought his story was the most interesting. Well, and how well I think that you're confused on why he's so determined he- to try to save one pilot that they think is dead. And then you turn to find out that his son died very yeah. early in the war. So it's like he gives you, there's character growth with him. He's in a shit situation already. Just go in feeling that. Well, you need character- to give me a reason of why our main guy and the French guy are more important than everybody else. Why should I care about them more? But there's character growth with them too. There's not any character with them. I mean, I think there was. What? Because they I just th- wanted to get out. Yeah. That's their character. That's everyone's character there. Everyone on the beach. No, it starts with him being, them being kind of like selfish when it comes to wanting to just leave. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end of it, they're helping each other and helping other people. They help at the beginning with with the stretcher. No, no. They weren't helping with the stretcher. That was just their out. That was just their way to get on the ship. But they were still inadvertently helping. They could have gotten on the ship. But then the part when they actually start like legitimately helping people is when they start saving the people that are in the water after the one, after the ship starts going down. Yeah. Then from then it gets progressively more of them kind of working together as a unit instead of just selfishly saving themselves. If they would have blown up, I would have not cared. I did not care about those characters. I think there is a good movie here. I just didn't think this was it, especially in the hands of Christopher Nolan. This was just your standard war movie where the war part is the main character. It just didn't work for me. I felt nothing for any of the characters. Yeah, the George kid, he hits his head and goes blind. I'm like, whatever. Why do I care about this kid? I don't. He's had like five lines this whole fucking movie. Why do I care about this kid? See, I just felt, I I really like connect with the characters. They're just kind of like, because there's like the three themes going on of there's kind of the self-servicing and self-sacrificing themes of the aviator. Then we have just the pushing through nature of the ground troops of just constantly encountering obstacles that they have to go over and well, then you it's just have, sinking ships that's their obstacles and there's gunfire too and then we have the 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 boats coming in to save them of of like the helpful nature i enjoyed all those themes See, I didn't, it worked me, for me. me the themes were i rooted for the people in the boats to save 
the army men. Well, you know they were going to, I right? rooted, well, yeah. Of course, okay. But I'm, you know, I rooted for the army men because I didn't want any more of them to die because their life has just been hell for the past two weeks. And then I rooted for the aviator because he was helping all the people and I didn't want him to fucking die at the See, end. See, I didn't root for any of them. The aviator just made me laugh like the fourth time I saw the same scene. It was just ridiculous. But every, I don't know. Everything was everything was me. the same. But everything was tense for me. It's not for me at all. Because I never felt that anybody that was on screen was ever in danger. Like lines speaking, you know, like they're getting close ups, like characters were focused on was ever in danger, and none of them ever were. Well, I felt that Tom Hardy's character was definitely in danger though, because you have there's the so okay so the other character that he's with that goes down I assumed that both of them were going to be two main characters and then they kind of killed that character off i don't think they killed him off well you know what i mean and i took that as a no one is safe kind of it's tom message. hardy he's safe hey you don't know he's a prisoner of war now okay yeah he's yeah. got a hard time well i mean i mean he's dead now but. no because they they take him and then they take him and then they fucking teach him how to do kung fu and then they throw him in a well and then he comes out then the movie starts the movie already started and you're like Who's this guy in his big coat? Why Why didn't they have him do paint? It's Christopher Nolan. He could have done it. The other thing I don't really like is the shell-shocked soldier. You didn't like it? No. Again, going with kind of the Charlie thing, I understand what they were doing with that character. I get it. Don't know why. It need to be. I would have wished that the boat stuff of the fishermen would have been cut back a lot. See, I'm the opposite. I wish that would have been more of the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. I, well, I wish it would have been more if we had a cohesive storyline going on with them. I just didn't, I didn't like the Charlie thing. Cause like I said, I, I know what they were trying to do. I just don't think it was executed well. Well, it was just, it was shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. You don't need these little things to like show you the horrors of war when you keep cutting to people on the beach getting bombed or like, we get it. Another thing that I wasn't super hot about was the flashing forward and backwards of time. I thought was poorly implemented. For the most part, especially because at the beginning when they showed the time cards that set you up to think that they were going to do more time cards whenever they're going to flash forward and backwards. Yeah, they set it up like a chapter type thing. But then it didn't do that. Well, immediately they fly through them all. Like well, it's one I, scene. And yeah, then what go. I think those were was just setting up because I was talking about setting up like locations. Well, it was setting up the locations of the main characters. But it was just kind of the way that they showed it. I thought it was going to be kind of like a chapter yeah, system. Introduce them slower. I just would have liked some more character development. You wanted fucking Nazi zombies. No, God, too too many fucking zombies anymore. No, just something with the characters. Just something to make you care. I'm not saying to go save Private Ryan because we discussed our feelings on that the other day, which people hate us for. Have we talked about it? We can talk about it right now. I'm not a big fan of saving Private Ryan. I'm a fan of like half of it. I think it's too much of the character side. Well, there's, I think there's too much of the character side and then there's too much of just 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 ridiculous uh, shit and it's one of those two like i can't not see that as tom hanks well and then the part at the end where he's like dying oh spoilers for fucking saving prior yeah. when he's like dying and like shooting the tank or whatever it's the fucking dumbest scene yeah. in the world no i didn't want this movie to be that at all but i think i guess for me in the hands of christopher nolan he could do oh, more but here why are we acting like christopher nolan's like a fucking saint though i'm not i'm just saying he could do better not saying he's but a he saint. Ha- he's had kind of a bad track record as of late. Well, with the Batman movies. Well, in my opinion, I do not think The Dark Knight Rises is really like a good movie. It's it's not. I'm just saying, con- <laughs> it's contrary to popular belief. Po- 
Popular belief is that that movie's good. Yes, everybody loves that movie. Ugh. All right, I know. I mean, sorry not, for anybody. It's not terrible. It gave us Bane. Yeah. Oh god. It gave us like one of the best things ever in a movie. There's but a lot of good things in The Dark Knight Rises, but as a whole, it's, it's not a, a very fucking good movie. mess. And then, not the biggest fan of Inception as well. I like Inception. I don't think it's the big mind fuck. What do you think it means? Type movie. I think it's pretty cut and dry. Everything in that film. They establish rules and then they show you things based on those rules in the movie. Fucking following is still so good. Come on. Uh, Memento is one I always liked. I know a lot of people don't. I think it's very clever in its storytelling. It's not a great movie, but it's it's very interesting in how he told that story. Did you actually watch Interstellar? No, I have not. I watched like 10 minutes of it. I'm so bad. I'm not saying that I hated it and I only watched 10 minutes. I just, I wasn't into it. No, I haven't haven't watched it yet. It's one I want to watch. I just haven't. No, by, by all means, I'm not saying Dunkirk is shit. I don't think it's a shit movie at all. I just have a lot more problems with it than good from my viewing perspective. I have a lot more good than bad. I'll say sound design. It's it's great. It's one of the... Because last night I was going to give it probably like a 9.6. Okay. Pretty high. It's pretty high. Because I think it is a very... That's why when we came out of the theater and I said, what'd you think? And you go, it sucked all the dicks. I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't just me. And then I looked at your face and I was like, oh no, he thinks I'm serious. No, I was, well, I thought you were like being too harsh. No, no, no. Because I was like, oh, I didn't think it was that bad. But I didn't think it was... Would have made a good documentary. As far as a movie and the theater, you need more for me than what you gave me. It just fell flat. I think that's what I kept saying. It just felt so flat. Like, I didn't get any of the emotion out of it. See, I got a lot of emotion. I'd say I just didn't work for me. And if you don't really feel for the characters or the emotion they have, there's nothing to this movie. It needs you to feel that. And I didn't, so... Eh, whatever. I said I never felt they were in danger. And at the end, spoiler, I was right. A lot of it, too, is just kind of me thinking of, like, the, you know, the, oh, God, the captain, marshal. I don't know any Commander. Names. Which one? The one that stays behind for the I French? Don't, yes. Okay. I don't know ranks. I don't know what this hey, is. Hey, at least they learn to like French people by the end. <gasps> yes. Oh, I totally forgot about this. I wanted to talk about Okay. So one thing that they do a really bad job of is a good representation of French people because this movie just shits on French people and french people are not liking it no and i understand why now this is kind of like a british saving private ryan this is a very pro-british film yes and a lot of people are saying shut up french people fucking make your own movie blah 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 but i just think it's it could have been a lot better they they helped out there they helped out a lot (laughs) like a lot this movie they don't I know that we have non-American listeners, so I should probably explain that there's a big joke in America. America. America about how much the French suck and didn't do anything in World War II and we're the greatest. Woohoo, poppin' uh, We're the greatest with everyone. Yeah. I think I said if, like, this was an American movie, it would have ended with fucking John Cena flying in on fucking bald eagles. And, yeah, French people are not liking the representation, and I understand it, especially because there's... Things like that happened before Dunkirk. Pretty sure it was before Dunkirk about how the French pulled off like the the biggest. They rammed a ship and exploded it before the, all this stuff happened. It's literally the biggest in history. It's never happened again. I have no idea. I don't know history at all. Kyle, I know a lot about history. Okay? Yeah, I don't. I think okay. history's boring. I think. <laughs> do you really? I, I really do. I don't like history at all. I don't think we've ever actually talked about history before. I think history is just horribly boring. I fucking love reading about history. Maybe yeah. that's why I liked it. It might be. Because it's so historically accurate. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Same reason why I love Waterloo. 
The movie's like boring as shit if you really think about it, but it's fascinating if you know all the stuff going on with Napoleon. No, history was something I never cared about in school. But Kyle, history is important. It's not. Because you need to know about the past so we don't repeat it, and it's fucking awesome. We do anyway. And you learn about fucking Helen Troy. Does anyone actually learn anything from the past? Sex was so good that they made a fucking war. Helen Troy must have been banging. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Never really thought about it that way. No, fuck history. I don't like history. This is the saddest thing that I've ever heard from you. No. Why don't you like history? It's It's boring. It's fun. But I'm also the guy that fucking thinks math is fascinating. Oh, yeah. See, fuck that. See, I I just think math is fascinating. Like, history of mathematics, I like. Ugh. Whatever. Fucking me. History to me, it depends. Peeing on bees. I don't give a shit. Like, if I'm interested in the subject, I care about the history of it. But just general, like, U.S. history or world history... They're so fascinating. That's why Dances with Wolves is one of the best historically accurate movies in a long time. I see. I watched it when it came out. I was a little kid and I hated it. That movie's fucking amazing. Not when you're like nine years old or whatever. I don't know, though. I watched it when I was like 12. You're a weird fucking kid. I was really into that shit. Yeah. I don't know how old I was, but I didn't like it then. You know, years later when I grew up, I watched it. Oh, my God. They're making an HBO series about the Civil War. I'm so goddamn pumped. Oh, another one? It's going to be fucking awesome. No, it's going to be like in the style of like Game of Thrones. Burns Civil War. I own that. I knew you figured you would. No, I've just never been big on history. Glory? I like glory. I like historical movies. Fuck, Kyle. But Gods I'm, and Generals? Five I, hours? Come on, I, I dude. Watch Gods Commit. No, I like glory. I like Platoon a lot. Splatoon? Uh, that just came out. Um, Patton. I always had a soft spot for Patton. I don't know why. I just always like Patton. No, you can make good movies based off historical things. I just don't think Dunkirk was one of them. Oh, that was such a snarky little <laughs> end. What, what what do you want to give it? Uh, I'll give it a six because I did like the cinematography. Uh, I can't say enough about the sound design. The sound design was fucking amazing. Uh, the costuming, the set pieces all felt accurate and real. Yeah, mine's more just the character development, just the writing. I didn't. That's where it felt, fell flat for me is in the writing. Everything else I thought was fine. I thought the performances were fine with what they were given. I just wish they were given more substance. Who's the guy that plays General Zod? I don't know why I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, yep. Oh, I don't know. Got his neck snapped. I know that. Tell that to Michael Shannon's snap <laughs> neck. <laughs> That's what you were saying that for? No, no, no. Michael Shannon was in this movie. I don't know if you saw him, by the way. Who was he? At the front, at the very beginning of the movie, when they're at the French barrier, um, and they walk through, Michael Shannon is an extra... Sitting in the corner, brooding, staring at the main character. Oh, that's him? That's Michael Shannon. Oh, okay. <laughs> My Anyways, fun. random fact aside, uh, when I first came out of the movie, I, I would have given it, like I said, like a 9, nine 6, 9, 7. Um, after sleeping on it, I'm going to go with an 8, 8. I think there it has a lot of flaws. But if you like it, you like it. You know, It's doing well, so kudos on that. I think especially in this day and age for historically... Accurate movie to do well in the theater. It's pretty good. I mean, we the Emoji movie comes out next week, for God's sake. Shows you the type of the fucking caliber of film we're used to now. Everybody's super pumped for Saw Legacy. So to see a, a real movie that kind of fucked up. The horrors of war. Kyle. Uh, what? What? You are not able to follow this plane. I was born in it. Born in God damn it. I did not get shut down before I was a mom. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. We just watched. We just watched Valerian and the City 
of a thousand title. planets. Who's watched Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets? That's what I said. I know the fucking title. Kyle, how'd you feel about it? It's really fucking it's fun. Really so goddamn hard. I gotta take a lap. I gotta take a lap, Kyle. Oh my god, you're gonna I gotta trip take a lap. and Woo. break something. Woo-hoo. This movie ruled so fucking hard. I am not. This is not a joke. No. I told somebody about this. I was telling them about how I'm, how much I love this movie, and they were like, "Are you fucking serious? Like this has been like getting really." It has been bad getting reviews. negative reviews. Nobody yeah. likes that movie. Like you're joking with me, right? I talked to someone today, and they're like, "I didn't like it." I'm like, "I thought it was crazy fun. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I loved every second of this movie." I mean, it's not fucking going to win goddamn awards or anything. It's not. <clears throat> I think it win sh- should win some awards for what though? Makeup and set design. Set design, yeah. Like effects, it's not going to. I think like costume design, definitely. Yeah, that way it won't even be nominated for that. Why not? There are so many great costumes. Because it's not Oscar bait movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we remember Suicide Squad won last year. But yeah, but it won for what? Sound? No. Effects, like makeup effects. Yeah, yeah, because they were so good. Fucking Enchantress just looked amazing, didn't it? Looked so real. Whatever, we're not shitting on Suicide Squad. I'll shit on it every day of my life. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to like it, Lincoln. Okay, anyway, so with, with Valerian, if you like The Fifth Element, you're going to like this movie. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. And I will even go as far as saying that I think this is going to turn into kind of a Fifth Element thing, of where it's not really appreciated for a couple of years. It and, should. And then people are going to be like, oh yeah, that fucking ruled. It's Luke Besson's style of sci-fi. He's too ahead of the curve. He's just like, okay, this is going to bomb when it first comes out. Just give it 10 years. You'll make your money back. We'll be fine. I, I do think this one will be up there. Hope so. I mean, we'll see. It could just I bomb and that's it. I loved it, Kyle. So you want to talk about it? I loved it. What did you love about it? I love many things about it, Kyle. Spoilers for Valerian and City of a Thousand Planets. I'm glad it didn't have any butt eels. There are many things about Valerian that I really, really liked that I would like to talk about. First of which... Butt eels. How imaginative the entire universe of a movie felt. And how each and every alien and creature and even person had their own personality to them and like backstory and everything was like unique mm-hmm. yes it, it felt very original in design especially when this came out after the star wars movies and there's a lot of similar similarities yeah if you don't know anything about the comics that this movie is based on it's a french series that george lucas ripped a lot of visual stuff from it's obvious but i think if you're not familiar with the comics or didn't know that you're going to see this movie as a ripoff of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, Valerian, the original comics I read when I was like 16, because I was reading online about kind of different things that George Lucas took from Valerian. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I read it, and it's just like a super fun sci-fi action romance romp. And that's exactly Exactly what the movie is. Yeah. Yeah. I loved each of the individual species that lived together on the big space station, like the big old slimy ones with the little slimy hands. You like the slimy hands? I like the slimy hands. They reminded me of you. I ain't got no slimy hands. You got tiny baby slimy hands. (laughs) I loved the interdimensional stuff and how they did that of where there's kind of like the theme park where you transplant yourself. A big market? Yeah, when you transplant yourself into another dimension. That was really cool. And the guy that led everybody in big market who for a minute I thought was Russell Brand. I did too. But it wasn't. And then I I thought it was Kizarni. Who's the person, Kyle, that's in this fucking movie that we did not expect? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is in this movie. We just busted up laughing when we saw it. It's a very small role. He's not in it much, but 
it just commands the fucking scene when he's on screen because he's Ethan fucking Hawk. This is his best performance since Boyhood. I was just I was just making fun of Boyhood. It's not his best performance since Boyhood. He was good in Boyhood. I'm trying to think of what he's been in. I just like oh no no. The last movie we saw him in was Sinister. No no, that's not right. He was in Magnificent Seven. Oh, he was. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still liked him in this better than... I don't know. He was really good in that, though. He was really good in that one. That's hard. I just like Ethan Hawke. He's a cool dude. I loved him in this. I actually wanted him to be in a little bit more. There's also a voice Kyle of somebody that we did not know was in this movie. I'm pretty sure it's John Goodman. Fairly certain that John Goodman was in the job of Pig Monster. It had to be John... If not, this dude should just pretend to be John Goodman because it sounded just like him. Who else was in it, Lincoln? My Waifu? No. Cara Delevingne? No, not the main stars. Rihanna? Yeah, Rihanna. Yeah, she was great. Surprisingly good. I love Rihanna. I just didn't know how well she was going to be as an actress. Well, like I said, she's been in past stuff, but nothing like super. So I don't think I've seen her though. If I did, I sure don't remember seeing her. Like smaller roles. Yeah, like I'm sure I've probably seen a movie she's in. I don't know what she's been in. You have no fun clue off the top of your head, do you? Power Rangers. Did she play the Krispy Kreme? Like the donut? Yeah. Did she play the donut? Did she play a donut? Yeah. This is the only good part of that movie. Did she play Elizabeth Banks playing Rita Repulsa? Was she? Rihanna playing Cara Delevingne, playing Elizabeth Banks, playing Rita Repulsa. This is like an inception of Rihanna. Rihanna-ception. I was trying to think of a cleverer way to say it than that, but yeah. I couldn't think of one. How fucking sick were those fucking mer people? Oh, mer people? Yeah, they're pretty much mer people. Yeah, I forget what their race Mule. was. That's there was the the planet the planet they were from. Don't remember the name of them. They mer were... people that the males have female voices and it threw me off. Yeah, the Navi. Yeah, they're basically Navi. They were really cool. I they liked had them a lot. Pets that ejaculated pearls. Just came pearls everywhere. Just pouring pearls out of their little vaginas. And all the action was actually really fun. Especially there's the scene where Valerian is he needs to get to a specific place and he calls Laureline and says, Hey, I there's a fucking wall here. Like, how am I supposed to get through this? She's like, Nah, just find a way. So he like juggernauts through this wall, and then it goes this huge sequence of him. Just falling down holes. Falling down holes and falling through all of these different, like, ecosystems that were talked about previously, and I thought that was really fun. It's silly. Everything in it's silly, but it works, and it's fun. I I described it today. I'm like, it's a movie that is serious, but doesn't know it. Like Fifth Element. Yeah. Like, there's there's a serious plot going through this, but it never once takes it seriously. But that doesn't overshadow the... This commander's trying to wipe out a fucking entire race. Well, what I really liked was... How it had like these side plots that were happening that kind of weaved into the main plot that were they very, never overstay their welcome. They never overstay their welcome, and they were super comedic and super fun, and presented new characters and added more depth to the main characters. Yeah, we actually laughed. We laughed at the I jokes in this. Every time there was a joke, it worked, and we laughed. We're not heartless fucks. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm, one scene I remember is, I think they were in Paradise Alley or whatever, when they're giving her the different clothes to try on and the hat, and they find out the hat's a bowl because they're going to eat her brain. That was funny. Just her walking down with that ridiculously sized hat was really funny to me. And then when he pulls out the little thing and starts clamping it, and then the like the wife or whatever starts squeezing, that was awesome. And we do have Rihanna-ception there. There's Rihanna-ception. Because Rihanna is... <laughs> Is playing Valerian, who's playing one of the big doughy creatures. That looks like you. Doesn't look like me. It looks nah, like you. It kind of looks like you. Uh, look in a mirror. Look in a mirror. Cardelvian was awesome, as always. Yeah. Well, she excels super well, I think, in roles like this, where she's allowed to have kind of a lot of, like, spunk and personality. She's the straight man in this. That's why, like... 
Enchantress is not her best performance. Uh, it doesn't matter who was in that yeah. role. It was not going to be their best performance. No, she was really good in this. She was believable. That's what's the weird thing to say about this movie is the characters were believable. And I liked the actor that played Valerian. I always forget his name. Uh, in... Dane DeHaan. Cure for Wellness. Cure for Wellness, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, he was good, really yeah. good in Cure for Wellness. That movie just sucked all the balls. <laughs> what's interesting is this is just a completely different movie from Cure for Wellness, and I still really loved his acting in it. Like, this is a completely different role. Because he's like a weird kind of la- like wannabe ladies' man. He's like young Keanu Reeves. Like, in his line delivery, he's like Keanu Reeves. And I don't mean that in like a bad way. Well, just... I think a lot of like that line del- delivery was purposely for comedic effect, and it worked beautifully. Yeah. I think most of it was purposely. I don't think he actually talks like Keanu Reeves. I don't know. He kind of talked like Keanu Reeves in Amazing Spider-Man 2. I don't remember that movie. Well, there's not much to remember. Yeah, I don't remember that. Is that the one that Jim Norton was in? Uh, Is that the Jim Norton cameo was God. that in too? There's too That's many reboots right. of fucking Spider-Man. I don't know. The second know. one was with Rhino and then Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Okay. And then Electro. The hard, it's just hard for me to remember concert. which reboot 2 it is. It's the one that sucked. They all sucked. Not all of them sucked. Amazing Spider-Man 1 I'll still defend. It sucks. Eh, it doesn't suck. It's, it's eh, not good. It doesn't suck. It's not good. It's not good at all. You know what's really good though? Valerian. Valerian. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. And I feel bad that, like, I don't have too much to talk about this. There's a lot that happens in the movie that I don't remember. I, that sounds, not, that sounds well, negative. It's There's so much to take in, like, visually that it, it's, like, I remember it, but it's hard for me to, like, talk about it. This is like on a, this is like going on a roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, it's just nonstop. This movie's nonstop. Not like, you know, Fury Road nonstop. There's very good character development. There's a good character arc. You really give a shit about everyone. Come to care about the race that's getting ready to get it eradicated. You really do. And without much. This is at the end. They're like, it's the best way to do exposition. She goes, what exactly did they do to your people? How fucking hard is that? Well, that and then also peppered throughout the movie is them hinting to what they're doing is kind of a, no- a noble cause. You know, they, they say what we're trying to do is noble. Like you've given us no choice to do this. So you're already kind of sympathetic to them, even though you haven't 100% heard their plight. Did you like their splooge guns? Did like the splooge guns. Those are pretty cool. There's so much like crazy alien technology that's not explained. And it's awesome. That's the best thing about this is it doesn't feel the need to explain shit. You just are thrown into the characters. Now their first scene is him trying to sleep with her. (laughs) You don't know if they're related. You don't have no fucking clue. Like this could be fucked up. This could be rapey you don't know and they just I, the first thing is the i forget their race again the they're on their beach and they fucking die it's like oh all right. i was just i was very confused at first i was too because there's a lot going on at first i'm like i but then it kind of you get in like a weird stockholm syndrome where everything's happening and then you just kind of learn to accept you just, it you just accept it and start realizing what's going on but i liked it because then the more the movie went on and on like I started understanding more about different, like, aliens, and I started understanding more about the technology that they were using, and it didn't need to be explained to me. Because going back to the splooge guns, I don't know what the fuck those splooge guns were. They're fucking cool, though. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Re- doesn't matter to me. I don't know what the fuck the thing, the little thing was that lifted the general with no, like, I, I think, don't know. Was it made one of those butterfly things again? No, because that was a fishing rod. Yeah, yeah. Even the most minute things in this are, like, they're never safe. It's just a comedy of fucking errors everywhere they go. I don't really know what 
the guy at the very beginning where he has that weird trash can lid thing on his head. I think it was just because it looked funny. I, I don't know what that was, but it was cool. I think it was just funny. The yeah, the visor. Yeah, thing. I don't know what that was. It just looked funny. I think that's all it was there for. It looked funny, and she pointed it out. She's like, nice hat. That's all you need. Yeah. It's just amusing. We're not given any backstory, really, about Rhea- Bubbles. No. Nope. About like her race or anything But you're like given that. enough. You're given enough to where you understand. And you really feel bad when she dies. Yeah, I was like, oh, Because she's like, living for my people is more painful than death because they don't have their own form or personality. It's really sad. It's when it got sexy time. Just, oh, when Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna dancing on a pole in many different I costumes. I felt weird. Yeah. Rihanna was in a music video recently. DJ Khaled. Of course. I yeah. implore you to look it up. Okay. Bonerific. That's all I'm going to say. Was it bonerific? Mm, Do you think her scene bon- here was bonerific? Pretty bonerific. It's pretty bonerific. I got, I got. No, don't, no. What? Please tell me you did. No, that's sitting not, next no. to me in the theater. I don't need to be sitting. Not what I meant. Oh, I was God. just telling you I was that eating I have food near that erection. I have. Oh my God! I think Rihanna is. You a, did get up and just run to the bathroom. This is a real thing that happened. Because okay, did you go jerk off. No, the reason why I did that was because oh, I was having off. so much fun with watching this movie, and I needed to pee. That I was like, I, I don't want to miss any of this. And you did. Like when you came, they were already underwater on a sub fishing out jellyfish. And you, I know you were like, the fuck? Who the fuck is this guy? What are they doing? But you know what? I was okay with it. I was like, this this will work its way nah, through. They, Huey, Dewey, and Louie basically mm-hmm. just hired this fisherman and they to, needed to, the okay. jellyfish so she could put it on her head so it could read her visions. Okay. I figured that's what was, what was going on. I fucking love them, by the way. Those three characters, they're so cool. I thought they were going to sell her out right afterwards. No, Kyle, were- because they... You could tell. You look into their little eyes, and you knew you could trust them. No, you can't trust their them. little wings, their little bat wings, and can't trust them. snouts. Can't trust them. She shot one of them. Though. I want all of them. I want little plushies of them. I'm sh- well. If this movie made money, they would come out with them. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to do well. It's not. It's not. That's what sucks so much. I mean, our theater didn't really even really give it a chance with the times. Oh, by the way, we watched this in 3D. We fi- finally decided to roll the dice on that one. Well, I don't think we decided to. It's um. The only late showing they had at our theater was not the 2D version. Well, I mean, we decided we were, we were to kind not, of forced yeah. into we either watch it in 3D or we don't watch it. And I told Kyle, "Fuck you! I I want to watch this movie so bad because I've been pumped for this movie for like a yeah. year." And I hadn't seen a trailer. I hadn't seen anything. I'd seen the trailer and I was like, "Okay, this is gonna be good." And I knew it was Luke Besson, and I knew the source material. So I'd, I knew that. of it. Knew it was Luke Besson. Knew Rihanna was in it, and the two main stars. Cardellavine. Like, I have to see every movie she's in. Yeah, I knew she was in it. I knew Dane DeHaan was in it. I knew the very basics. I read the title, knew it was sci-fi. Would have been a big shocker if it wasn't. I'd be like, what the fuck? We just go in, it's like The Notebook 3. I'm like, god damn it. What about, where's The Notebook 2? It was a straight to DVD. Was it? Yeah. I don't think that's a real thing that happened. They're dead. No, it's got... They died. No, Is it their it's, kids? It's like, yeah, it's like their the kids. Their kids are fell in love? Yeah. So it's just fucking incest. I mean, I'm not saying that it was like PG. So just incest love story. Yeah. All right. These are the only good ones, really. Really? It's a good thing you don't have a sister. I feel bad for your brother, though. Kyle, when do you want to get Valerian, dude? Oh, wow. We're, we're there already. I don't really have anything to add. and I I'm, I feel bad that I don't have anything to add, but I had so much fun that it's just like... I mean, all we can reiterate is if you like Fifth Element, go watch this movie. Show him some love. You'll like it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't like Fifth Element, you're not going to like it. Yeah. It, it's, it's very for you. similar in feel and look. And writing, it's fucking Luke Besson. I love mm. this man. I'd say I love everything he's seen. I remembered he made Lucy. Mm. I love most things he's done. Yeah, I, I am a fan of him. Yeah, because you know, it's just I could sit here and talk for another twenty minutes, probably about just like, hey, I love the costumes. Hey, I love this. It just feels 
good, and you can see all the things that Star Wars took from them. I made a joke at one point when they're in the thing. I was like, it's Femship. Like, it looks exactly like Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. A different movie, if it wasn't fun, we'd just be like, Jesus fucking Christ. How unoriginal. Oh, look what they're ripping off. But all those or if we didn't know Star Wars based off of this, mm-hmm. I think we'd have a much different opinion of, like, they fucking stole this and that. And well, yeah, like I told you, uh, I was saying, You did like, tell me that Star Wars took from it. Yeah, I was like, Star Wars took from it, Mass Effect took from it, like... A lot of sci-fi is taken from Valeria. But if you didn't know that, you would think this movie stole mm. from all of these things. What the fuck? I think that, that could be a negative. Oh, one last thing before we wrap up. I did want to talk about how the chase scene with his hand in the box. I love that. Was one of the, the most fun action sequences I've seen this year. And it's very unique because they're cutting his chase back and forth between two different dimensions. That was very clever. Or like when he ran into the wall that wasn't mm-hmm. there. Like, of course, she just comes over. She's like, what the fuck, dude? It's a fucking idiot. She's yelling at him while he's shooting stuff. Just quit moving. And then their, um, I think their love story was really great. It worked. It worked because... A lot of times we will tell you, like, it's just shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. I think it works in this. She's so Sundere. Well, you see it build. Like, they stab it to the beginning. She's like, you just want to get my pants. Fuck you. He's like, no, I really care about you. And then you slowly see that he really does. And then she and she cares about him, but she's like, I don't want to be part of your playlist. I I, I love that too. And then she just showed every picture of every woman he's he slept with. Do you think Dane DeHaan would get that many women? Hmm. He's got a weird frumpy face. He does. He's like Steve Buscemi. No, he's not that good looking. What about just... Steve Buscemi? <laughs> I was just gonna let you go with it. I was just gonna I was just gonna accept it. How would you want to give it? I mean, it's tough. I got a I got a solid number coming your way. It's tough because it's it's like what marriage? Like I enjoyed it so much. I'm giving it like an eight to six, nine six, nine six. Right. I fucking love this movie. I did love it. I think I, I'll enjoy it even more on the second viewing. I cannot wait to watch it again. There's so much visually on the screen that I think we missed a lot. That's so that's great because what it's, I loved about like the Fifth Element is that I couldn't like fully appreciate that movie until after watching it like two times. That movie's great. To, like, finally get everything in from all the shit that's going on in that movie. It is more than just one line, which is all most people remember is multi-pass. multi-pass. How do you not remember Chris Tucker? Come on. He's the best part of that movie. He's fantastic. I well, not maybe the best part. But. They all play their roles perfectly. Mm-hmm. Much like this film. Even the minorest of minor roles play it perfectly. And it's just a living, breathing. I loved how it was a living, breathing world. And for these crazy, super out there sci-fi movies, that's really important to me. Because if I can't, if I'm not interested after the movie's over of like, ooh, what was this race about? And like, ooh, blah, blah, blah. Then you failed in my opinion. Because then you're just throwing stuff in because it looks neat. Mm-hmm. That's why the market scene in this movie was so much better than like Guardians of the Galaxy. In <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, everything's there just to be like eye candy. Yeah. But in this movie, you're like, oh, I wonder what culture that is and like what's happening here. Well, and with the big market, it's like that's a thing that they would absolutely do if we Mm -hmm. had the technology. Oh, yeah. Virtual fucking stores. Just ridiculous amounts of virtual stores. They're real so goddamn hard. It's really good. I fucking love this movie. It's really good. This is is already like one of my top five of the year. I'm surprised it's getting as much of a negative thing as it is. I'm not saying I think it would be greatly positive. I'm surprised it's as negative as it is. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy for liking it so much. I enjoyed it. I don't give a shit. It's fun. But if this isn't the type of movie you find fun with, then it's not going to give you anything new or exciting. It's not going to give you a state-of-the-art CGI. I thought the CGI was really good, though. 
Yeah, but it's not going to mm-hmm. blow you away with its yeah. CGI. I still think visually it was very, like, super, super impressive. That's one of my main things I loved about it was how beautiful all the sets were and the character and costume design mm-hmm. was. And unlike Ghost in the Shell, it had more than just that going for it. Nice zinger, Kyle. Well, I just remembered earlier that we watched Ghost in the Shell. I forgot all about that. As if most people. Movies suck my ass. Did. Flaring, though? My ass loved it. 